Hi guys, this is Sierra, and you're listening to Death by a Thousand Books podcast. Here's a 30 second preview of the song featured in today's episode. Whiskey on ice, sunset and vine. You've ruined my life by not being mine. You're so gorgeous. I can't say anything to your face. Cause look at your face. Welcome back to Death by a Thousand Books podcast with... Oh, you're talking to me? Oh, my name is Sierra. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi. And Delaney. I'm feeling punchy today. You know, same. <laughs> I'm feeling punchy and punchy and raunchy. There's no better book to feel like punchy about true this deserves punch in this episode we have love on the brain part two of our ally hazelwood weekend whoa woo, woo. love you ally we do we love you well i just like you let me pull up my <laughs> i just like her i don't love her as you know if you listened to the previous episode the love hypothesis I gave it a 4.25. So specific. Same disclaimer as last episode. Me and Delaney previously have read both The Love Hypothesis and Love on the Brain, but then we flip-flopped and reread the other ones most recently. So The Love Hypothesis was the one that was most like prominent in my frontal lobe, if that makes sense. Yes. Wait. Sorry, I'm feeling very science-y for today's episode. <laughs> But yes, I did. I gave it a 4.25. Way back in the day, like a year ago, this was like my standout favorite book. And fun fact, I just kind of reposted all of our Instagram posts, like reintroducing us as hosts. And in my original post, I said that my favorite book was Love on the Brain. And oh my I, gosh, yeah. I changed it to my favorite book is The Love Hypothesis. <laughs> I saw that, and I was like, no freaking way has that, like, trumped all your other reads. So what's your rating, then, of Love on the Brain? My rating is standing at a solid four stars. <gasps> oh, wow. You weren't expecting that, were you? I wasn't. I'm feeling a little shook. Only because, like, they're not necessarily five stars for me but I still obviously like I talked about in the last episode love Ali Hazelwood as an author right so like they're very enjoyable they just don't like they're not up to par with what I consider five stars but I still like enjoy them right guess guess my star rating uh, I I think for funsies it's gonna be higher I feel like we're gonna go we're just gonna like hardcore flip-flop right now i'm going like 4.25 for you really no is it lower yeah not much lower i did four stars for the love hypothesis i'm going 3.5 for love on the brain wow i wasn't expecting that either like i still really liked it but i don't know they're also just 
again, parts of it where I was like, oh, I just wish this would be over already. Which is kind of sad. No, see, I'm like a total nerd and I love science and I love the banter and the puns, the cat puns, the science puns. I feel like if that was the case for me, I'd feel the same. But because it's so like, there's such an aspect of, what's the word? Intelligence, I guess, that like it just kind of takes away from it for me because I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) You're stupid. (laughs) You got it wrong. You're stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember that night that we watched like two hours of Friends bloopers on the TV in the living room? (laughs) Yes. I that's like one of my favorite evenings (laughs) watch them for like two freaking hours and that's like still the best blooper of that whole show you're stupid (laughs) his blue blazer black oh god it was freaking hilarious I honestly like I said it in the last episode like it's just hard to deny that Allie Hazelwood's like writing makes you feel feelings even if you don't necessarily mm-hmm. enjoy it, like, you still feel it. Right. You can't not. Because, like, I don't know. Especially, I just feel like she is a very, very, very good tension builder. Oh, yeah. But, like, in a good way, not, like, taking too long. Like, it builds correctly. Well, and I think it's because her plots are so thick. Mm-hmm. Yes. We said this in the last episode. She has so many different, like, things that go on, and they all, like, mesh together. and Right. And they all, like... Are, like, good. Like, there's not just romance. There's always, like, a villain and a actual plot and, like... Right. And then that. they all end up, like, concluding solidly in yes. the end. But I'll say it this episode. I said it last episode... Is it a love hypothesis knockoff? Now that I've read both, absolutely. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but again, if it's not broke, don't fix it. It's what she's good at, so you know what you're in for. That's why I am enjoying reading Love Theoretically because I want to see if like she is just like a romance stem powerhouse, mm-hmm. or if she can do something different. You know what I mean? Right. I'm very excited to do the Love Theoretically episode. I'm, like, very much enjoying that so far. Can I ask, I mean, maybe it's wrong timing of the episode to ask, but what was your most disliked part of this book? Because there's a specific bit, and I wonder if you could guess what it is from me. And it's something that happened at the end. Yeah, I will follow up that question with my least favorite and my favorite part. And obviously, like we were talking okay. about this, I, I didn't get to do a reread on this book. So I am missing like some of the minor plot details. Like I don't remember a lot of the romance and like the buildup, but I remember what matters, if that makes sense. I do remember thinking there was a part of the ending that was really, really like cringy. And I want to say it was when he was like standing in the hallway with like, did he have a gun? Yes! I hated. Well, okay, no, he didn't have a gun. The guy that pretended that he was injured during the trial or whatever had ended up with a gun. Right, and I was just like, aren't you in a fucking science building? Like, how did you get a gun in here, first of all? (laughs) Second of all, like, is this like a murder mystery book now? Like, that part felt a little bit unnecessary. And, like, why is any of it that serious? 
That really is what I think took away the potential of being a four star because first of all, that was the most random shit to ever be thrown into a freaking book, maybe ever. And then the random fucking marriage. Wait, what? Who got Do you remember that? I don't know if they got married or if they are engaged, but they got Ah, oh, I wish I could remember. Let me freaking look. Who was it? B and Levi? They didn't get married, right? Yes. Okay, so it is the epilogue, but I don't know if I missed how far in advance it was because I listened to it, and I might have missed that part. But they did get married. All right, well, I'm happy with an epilogue marriage. I was going to say, okay, that might change my, like, anger towards it. I just, because of listening to it, I think I missed out on the... But you know we hate a shotgun wedding. We do. We despise. It just feels (laughs) so impulsive and, like... And especially them real love doesn't mean marriage like you still have shit to work out you still have to figure out like who you are as a couple right okay so let's go do you think olive and adam would still be together yes okay do you think levi and b would still be together Mm, less likely but in my little world sierra's version every book couple ends up together so (laughs) i don't know how i can answer that okay i feel like that's fair i was gonna say i feel like olive and adam are more like they make more sense to me yeah and like i like levi but i don't know they're just i don't feel the same about them as i do olive and adam which we already talked about in the last episode Team Levi or Team Adam. So go back and listen to that if you haven't listened to it already. Mm-hmm. The versus battle that I have for us to talk about in this episode Ooh. is the battle of the cover art. Ooh. Which cover art do you like better? The love hypothesis or love on the brain? I mean, oh man, I forgot all my books are on the table. Um, I, off the top of my head, I mean, you know, I just love a pink book cover but i am going with the love hypothesis because last year when i was like first reading it it was like something i picked up off a whim and i was with my sister and she was like you should get that that looks like something you'd read and that was like how i (laughs) that's how i got into it otherwise i didn't really know anything about it like it hadn't hit its tiktok fame yet and then i was like oh i think i'm and i just I think it's so much cuter. I think I'm also going Love Hypothesis because the moment from the cover is just, like, a little more iconic. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Like, the, that was the kiss that started it all. Yeah. Like, Love on the Brains is just kind of like a... I mean, it's like a good moment, but it's just like a random moment, kind of. A moment that blends in, yes. yeah. And... I think Adam, or not Adam, Levi looks so ugly on the cover. I just don't picture him like that at all. (laughs) See, I think it looks hot. (laughs) I really, I mean, I guess this could be cut out, but I really like the Love Theoretically cover a lot because he is hot. Oh, yeah. And just like the aesthetic of all three of them together. Uh Goodbye. Beautiful. Oh, I just remembered I didn't give you my favorite moment from my least favorite moment. Oh! Rewind. Don't worry. It's a good one. It's a quick one. Turn to page 239 in your book if it's in front of you. 
It's not. Should I go get it? <laughs> well, my book is not in front of me either. But that was why I was telling you to oh, turn. Oh, you just have it written I down. I just have the page written down. Levi Ward says, good girl. <laughs> Wait, is that after he asks her to open her mouth? <laughs> I don't know when it was. I don't remember anything else except Levi Ward saying, good girl. Because, damn. Okay. <laughs> but, like, the the gobsmacked level that I was on the way to work hearing that out loud, I was like, oh, my But God. here's the thing. Do I ever want my boyfriend to say good girl to me? No. But because it's Levi and it's a romance book, like, give me more. Uh-huh. She, she thing, did like, up the spice in this book. I'll give her that. Oh, yeah. The spice was, like, hardcore. But that's what you get with Enemies to Lovers. Enemies to Lovers is such, like, a flame. Yes, there's so much, like, angst and build-up and... Passion and emotion. Yes. Especially when, like, the guy, like, you know he's felt that way about her for so many years, and then for it to be, like, happening, you just know it's like, woo! No, I'm here for it. You know me, I'm the the smut queen. Mm-hmm. That's, like, the biggest thing I can compliment her on is she just writes such I good do. smut. I do. I love it. I, but, like, I love it all. I love it all. <laughs> you don't discriminate. Give her credit for the smut, but give her credit for her male characters, too. Because oh, yeah. they are very, very, very high up on my book boyfriend list. Yes. Levi is like the cinnamonist of cinnamon rolls. <laughs> I thought I was going to have to correct you on a word then. I was like, what are you trying to say? Because cinnamonist is not correct. <laughs> he really, I did not like him at first. And he had a very good like comeback. A little, a little character arc moment. Yes, a little redemption. I was like, okay, you're a little angel. I felt that way too. Like in the beginning, he came off as like cocky and arrogant and assholey. Uh huh. But then you like start to put the pieces together before B does that. Like he's been pining over her for like all of this time, and yes. he's actually like so soft on the inside. Anyway, let's bring light to the. Oh wow. Insert spoilers here. Sorry. Insert spoilers like 10 minutes ago. Um, Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say. As soon as we brought up the gun, that was a spoiler. Let's talk Levi being schmack from Twitter. Yes. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I guess you were kind of meant to know, but like it wasn't even a surprise or like a fun reveal because you obviously know from the very first interaction that it's him literally anyone with two brain cells could have figured it out right i was gonna say it's not like that was like some rocket science (laughs) um (laughs) so i mean it was was like a fun (laughs) thanks it was a fun concept though like i liked that they were still interacting and like getting along before they even knew who each other were yeah and i have a thing i have a thing for romance stories like that that like 
two people fall for each other oh, as yeah. friends without like knowing who they are necessarily. Like Sierra Burgess uh-huh. is a loser. Do you remember that movie with Noah Centineo? Yes. Yes. How could I forget? I I always just eat that shit up. That's like my dream scenario. <laughs> well, and I think that's how she like built their relationship because like by day they're like arch nemesis. And by night, uh-huh. they're messaging each other cute little, like, science gifts. You know what I mean? Yes. Go back to the trope from the previous episode. Dumbasses to lovers. Like, come on, put two and two together. Uh-huh. <laughs> when you literally are at work eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich while wearing red socks and yellow shoes and schmack comes into your twitter dms and he's like oh yeah she was eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with yellow (laughs) socks and red shoes today and you don't put it together yes like come on come on like all right girl i definitely i feel like we both had less to say about this book than the love hypothesis which just proves that it's just a smidgen bit better i think same like, it was half ranting necessary and half, like, I really liked it at the same time. Then I guess this is the moment that we transition into our Taylor Swift era. Woo! I'm very, very excited to hear. You can count on me and my shit memory. Yes. Wait, did you say, do you want to guess? Yeah. Oh, okay. Let me guess the album. <laughs> I was the like, album? do you want to guess? And you said, Yes. <laughs> and then just didn't say anything, and I was like, as uh, soon as I okay. was like done saying that, I was like, wait, hang on. Yeah, give me, give me an album. Um, I'm going with. I don't know. I'm just going with what feels right in my gut, and I'm kind of like going with the red or lover. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Is that completely wrong? (laughs) Completely wrong. (laughs) Reputation? Okay, but it's it's enemies to lovers, bro. Okay, true. So the only one in my mind for that is reputation. Ding, ding, ding. God, if you would have said, like, another one that wasn't it, I would have questioned. (laughs) I would have questioned my ability as a Swifty to pick these songs. To introduce my song, I'm going to give you the only quote that I had picked out for this book, for this song. She says, I stare at him and stare at him and stare a little more, open-mouthed. I stare at this man who is six foot four and 200 pounds of muscle and just vented to me for like five minutes about the fact that space is a scary place. (laughs) God, oh God, I think I like him. (laughs) <laughs> okay that could let me go look really quick and just see if I could guess um reputation I'm going with gorgeous <laughs> yes it is it's gorgeous Wait, really it is yay oh my god my first you guess of a song. did it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is the best day of my life. I already see a line that I'm like, this makes so much sense. 
Ew, I hate the little kid at the beginning of that song. Go, Jess. Bro, stop. That is my fun fact for this episode. <laughs> Do you know who the kid is? Um, no. Wait. Is it like a Blake Lively's kid or something? Yes, it's Blake Lively's kid. Oh my god, I'm so awesome. I'm on a roll. She, Taylor Swift, took that song to Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds and like showed it to them. And the kid like obsessed over it and kept running around the house saying gorgeous. And Taylor recorded oh him saying god. it. And that was the intro for the song. Aww. Take it okay. back, you mean ass bitch. <laughs> wow. I deserve that. Damn. Oh, okay. Well, that makes it cute then instead of like, what the fuck? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Are you ready? Hold on. Gorgeous. Oh, <laughs> This is a good song. I won't lie. It was an obvious one for me. Like, really, Levi, you're you're gorgeous. Yeah, yes. I guess that's kind of and a I cute will give way you, to put it. I will give you the one line of this song that parallels a little bit too much. Are you ready? Yeah. You should think about the consequence of your magnetic field being a little too strong. Yep. Yep. That's exactly what I just looked at, and I was like, no fucking way. <laughs> like, they're literally working for NASA, bro. <laughs> it's just fucking weird at this point how fucking Taylor Swift songs will parallel with any fucking book. I just love that line a little bit too That much. just makes it so much better. Like, that's literally, again... Every single song has a singular line that describes the whole book, and that is that one. Yep. I love it. You're so gorgeous. I can't see anything to your face. Cause look at your face. And I'm so furious at you for making me feel this way. But what can I say? First of all, the little ding <laughs> yes. gets me every single time. Like right going into the chorus that it's just like ding. Mm. <laughs> Love it. Coming from a girl whose favorite moment in Midnight's is also nice. Nice. Hell yeah. The best song, or that's the best yeah. moment of any of her songs, I'm pretty sure oh, ever. It's in the era's introduction. Like, nice. Do I need to do do I need yes. to do a redo of Pierre's intro from episode eleven? Like <laughs> intro. come on. I think this is really funny because she says, You're so gorgeous, I can't say anything to your face. Cause look at your face. But isn't it funny that like the first solid chunk of this book, B has to communicate with Levi over email? Yes, I was gonna say I feel like I like this song for this book because it can be from both B and Levi's perspective. Right. Exactly. Like when I'm listening to that chorus specifically, I'm thinking like that as Levi's mindset. Yeah. No, I saw that too because when I was like starting to dissect the bridge, I was like, oh, this is more like Levi than it is B. But then I was like, oh, that Aww. makes the song all much like all the more funner. That much better. 
It's kind of fucking cute. I'm looking at the lyrics here too, and it's just so cute. So let's go on that parallel. And I'm so furious at you for making me feel this way. But what can I say? You're gorgeous. That's that's Levi's line. Right. Like, you know, he doesn't want to have feelings for her, which is why he's so like standoffish and broody, like grumpy and mean. Ugh. And then I have another line that fits a little bit too perfectly. It actually hurts. Ocean blue eyes, literally my favorite part of the Love on the Brain cover. If you haven't looked at it, go look at it. Is Levi's ocean blue eyes? Like I thought they were fucking green. I am ninety nine point nine percent sure that they're blue. Those are green. Let me fucking look. <laughs> Whatever. In the world, Sierra's oh. version. Levi has blue eyes, <laughs> and they're ocean blue. <laughs> Whatever. We can we can still have this ocean parallel. Ocean green it's fine. eyes, looking in <laughs> It doesn't really work, but it's fine. I, I, I'm just trying to make your parallel work, bitch. <laughs> you make me so happy, it turns back to sad. There's nothing I hate more than what I can't have. Guess I'll just stumble on home to my cats. determining factor for me to pick this song for this book you have this whole weird element throughout the entire book of this like random cat that's living in the building (laughs) that was just so random and then she throws in this line into gorgeous i'll just stumble on home to my cats alone Alone. (laughs) unless you want to come along amazing parallels once again thank you thank you i'll be here forever oh it's fun so fun (laughs) that is the line that i want to end this episode on (laughs) okay okay nothing else goodbye no 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 (laughs) no no say it wow really you want me to bye (laughs) y'all it gets me every time bye y'all